When you say hydrogen hub, I say the port of Rotterdam. Uh, the uh, ambition that we already have, uh, we are the energy port for Europe, we are the energy hub, and, and we need to stay that with hydrogen as well. So come to Rotterdam. Welcome back to the province of Zuid-Holland, to the city of Rotterdam, to the port of Rotterdam. Welcome to Europe's Hydrogen Hub. My name is Selwyn Frenzen and this is Hello Hydrogen. In this special podcast I'll give you an insight into the spectacular world of hydrogen, which is coming to life in Rotterdam. Why is hydrogen so important? What are the most important updates? And who are the key players? Join me and find out in Hello Hydrogen. In this episode I'm attending the World Hydrogen Summit and Exhibition in Ahoy, Rotterdam. During this event, governments and companies from all over the world join each other to discuss the importance of hydrogen and all recent developments. To start off, I'm curious, how many people are attending the summit this year? Whilst walking around the exhibition floor, I ran into Chris Hugel, Managing Director of the Sustainable Energy Council, the organization behind this event. Yeah, we've got 180 companies from across the world, uh, we've got uh, over 40 uh, sponsors and uh, 6,000 attendees uh, with um, 875 in the conference as well, so it's probably one of the biggest hydrogen events in the world and uh, it's, it's, it's been pretty impressive hopefully. Over 6,000 attendees just a few years ago it was a challenge to get 30 people together to talk about the possibilities of hydrogen for a greener future. It shows the leap hydrogen has taken in recent years. In the opening speeches by Mayor of Rotterdam Ahmed Abu Talib and Regional Minister of the Province of Zuid-Holland Jeannette Balieu, both agreed that while the businesses are the ones to make the change, they need the help of politicians and governments to do so. Uh, Regional Minister, the, the province and the city are very much involved with hydrogen, but one could say, just leave it to the business. Well, one could say that, and uh, yes, of course, there's also uh, a need that the business does what they have to do. They have to make the change. But of course, as, uh, as governments, uh, even the national government, European government, and uh, of course, we as local governments, we are setting goals, we are setting the political agenda, uh, we are making legislation, but we are also setting the targets, like uh, the program uh, 2030, 2050, Fit for 55, I mean, we all know these targets and the business are, of course, making that change and they have to do it, but it is a corporation. It is a corporation and that's when it comes to a regional uh, government, but to a city as well. Yeah, well, normally um, um, if you say that we are witnessing a revolution, mm -hmm. and I believe that we are witnessing a revolution, it's not only a business to the business community alone, this is too big, this is too large. This is too significant to be done by the business community itself alone. Too risky. Um, you know, the, the question of the chicken and the egg. Uh, who will be first? Uh, who will be the, doing the initial investments? And you know, the largest project here in the Netherlands, I think ever, were the waterworks. And one of these waterworks was the, the waterway from Rotterdam to the North Sea. 40 kilometers. That is 
the basic of creating a world port which used to be the largest up to a couple of years ago. And there was, there was an engineer with a big plan, there was the industry to do the work, and there was a visionary government uh, for the Dutch people, Torbeck. Yeah. But these three pilots together succeeded in creating one of the world wonders, which is really one of the significant waterways ever constructed by man, connecting a small village to the North Sea, creating uh, nowadays 6% of the Dutch GDP. So it's inevitable that these parties work together, uh, at least because the government has to give the permissions and to cover the risks to do the work. After the speeches of Mr. Abu Talib and Ms. Boyeu, the CEO of the Port of Rotterdam Authority, Allard Kastelein, took the stage. The energy security is of major relevance to us all, in combination with the decarbonisation of the energy sources we use. Because if we miss, if we miss the exit at this point in time, if we miss the, 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 the T-juncture we're at and we take the wrong turn, then we may continue on a journey we've been on for so many years and this is the opportunity to now accelerate the need for green energy sources. Yes, we are a large user in this port, but as an energy port, we've always had this role to ensure that other users of energy sources would have the most efficient means of getting the energy to their need uh, location. So we will be investing in infrastructure through the port area, um, and we will be investing in infrastructure connecting the industrial clusters that we are connected with at this juncture. So yes, we'll connect to the southern tips of the Netherlands, we'll connect to North Rhine Westphalia with a large Delta Corridor pipeline initiative supplying hydrogen to large industrial sources in the Ruhrgebiet, but we'll also connect to other industrial areas. In his speech, Kastelein spoke about the possibilities hydrogen offers for the future, but also what the doubling of the European goal for hydrogen import via Rotterdam means, and the area's commitment to make sure that over 4 million tons of hydrogen gets imported via Rotterdam by 2030. And the reason we should focus so heavily on imports, in addition to domestic production, and that applies for many countries, is that by Combining diversification of supply with a form of strategic stock, you can get yourself into a security supply situation. Moreover, for this part of Europe, it's clear as one could possibly calculate, it's inevitable to realize that we do not have sufficient capacity to build enough green energy sources to meet the demand in this area. We need to work on the mere fact that um, uh, Europe has announced that we should now be able to have a hydrogen market of 4.6 million tons by 2030, which is doubling from the Fit for 55 numbers. Double in just what, eight years? And that's why I'm so pleased to see you all here, because we can actually deliver, we believe, some 4 million tons of imports by 2030. 4 million tons, 80% of the 4.6 um, that is required, and that's 25% of the 20 million that is required. So 20 million by 2030, via Rotterdam, 4.6 million tons of hydrogen, ladies and gentlemen. And we need to accelerate the energy transition. This is Rob Jette, Dutch Minister of Climate and Energy. Because the energy transition is the pathway towards transformation of the global energy sector and for the decarbonisation of our industry from a fossil-based to a zero-carbon economy. 
A renewable and low-carbon hydrogen will be part of the solution. And that is why we have to kickstart the development of a market for hydrogen and a hydrogen-based product. This has to be the focus of government and corporate leaders present here today. And our government will shortly announce a rollout plan for infrastructure for large-scale transport and storage of hydrogen in the Netherlands. Financial arrangements have been made to have it countrywide operational before 2030, so that hydrogen can be supplied to the major industrial clusters and harbors in the Netherlands. And of course, cross-border connections will be included. My government will support investments in innovation and in electrolysis capacity through our National Climate Fund and our National Growth Fund. Hydrogen helps us to find a global solution to the global challenges of climate change and a global solution with sustainable local impact. I am confident we will get there step by step. This year, in the lights of the IPCC reports and in the lights of the war in Ukraine, we can make a big leap forward. The Netherlands will contribute to this. And I also count on the European Commission for help. Last but not least, I count on your commitment. And I feel very much inspired by your presence and positive developments around the world. So let's make a deal, a deal of Rotterdam. Let's make 2022 the breakthrough year for hydrogen. Thank you very much. After his speech, I spoke to Mr. Jette and asked him what the city and port of Rotterdam mean for the Dutch hydrogen ambitions. Now, Rotterdam is crucial in the Dutch hydrogen ambitions because uh, the Rotterdam harbour has been the energy harbour of Europe for decades. Uh, now we want to phase out fossil energies as soon as possible in light of energy prices and Russian aggression. But this is a huge opportunity for Rotterdam to reuse all the knowledge, all the infrastructure for uh, green hydrogen, green energy. Um, and uh, it's my ambition to make Rotterdam the green energy hub of Northwest Europe. And uh, we will invest as a national government in the hydrogen economy. We will make sure that the policies are in place so that the Rotterdam Harbour and companies in Rotterdam uh, can invest in this new hydrogen economy. After the speeches and official opening of the event, it's time for a walk around the exhibition floor. Companies such as Shell, BP, Loop Energy and Royal Haskoning DHV are represented, but also the Port of Rotterdam, Port of Peshem and government representatives of Australia and Namibia. Whilst walking around, my eye falls on a relatively small engine block at the stand of Nuvera. The engine looks similar to a normal car engine to the untrained eye. At the stand, I speak to their CEO, Lucien Robroek, and he tells me all about it. Yeah, this is a Nuvera E45 fuel cell engine. Um, we call it an engine to kind of uh, uh, make a similar kind of statement about a combustion engine that people know goes into, uh, into trucks and into cars and into vehicles. Um, what it does actually, though, is it takes hydrogen from your fuel tank, uh, so you can fuel it like a normal gas tank with hydrogen. This takes hydrogen gas um, and through an electrochemical process inside the engine, it, it produces an electron flow. So actually um, electricity and that electricity you use to charge your onboard batteries or you uh, directly drive your, uh, your electric powertrain. 
And is this still a prototype or is this already in use? No, this is actually a series production engine. It is a real engine. If you would take it from the stand and you put it integrated into your uh, vehicle, uh, it would drive. Uh, we have a series production um, at this point in time still based in the US, uh, but we can expand that to wherever the demand is and copy that line uh, somewhere else. So in here you have a fuel cell stack. Around that you have the whole balance of plant that uh, makes the stack uh, operate at its best behavior and all these elements can be assembled anywhere you want. On another part of the exhibition floor, CMP Tech has just revealed a very big engine. There's a truck standing next to it, but in my eyes the engine is far too big to be used by a truck. Roy Kampen is chief technology officer at the company and explains a bit more about what I'm looking at. Uh, today we presented our megawatt medium speed engine. So it's a medium speed engine, meaning that it can uh, rotate up to 1000 RPM. And uh, dependent on the, uh, the configuration, is it a six cylinder in line or is it a V12 or even a V16, that engine can produce 2.6 megawatt of power. And it's uh, based on a platform which is typically being used in locomotives, inland water ships, tugboats. And we are happy to present it here today at the World Hydrogen Summit. And it's already uh, viable for use? Uh, the first engines are already sold commercially. And even this weekend, we have built in the first engines into its future application. So we are very happy and proud that uh, people consider this as the real solution for the heavy-duty industry. And we don't have that many alternatives, like for batteries or for even fuel cells. If you talk about a lot of power, then you need to rely on these, let's say, proven technologies of combustion engines. The first day of the event is coming to a close, but everyone attending is welcome to join the special awards and dinner gala held in another part of the venue. There are six categories in which awards will be handed out, ranging from Hydrogen Person of the Year to Port of the Future. The winner of the Green Hydrogen Project Award for this year is NEON. The 2022 Hydrogen Industrial Application Award goes to MERS. So the 2022 Future Hydrogen Leader Award goes to Randolph Beetrink. The nominees in this category are doing fantastic work, all deserving of recognition. However, tonight the spotlight is on this year's winner, Hyzon Motors. So the winner of this year's Port of the Hydrogen Board of the Future is the Port of Rotterdam. So thank you all to the finalists and congratulations to this year's Hydrogen Person of the Year. On the second day of the event, Mr. Frans Timmermans is scheduled to speak. Timmermans is the executive vice president of the European Union and he has very big ambitions for the EU when it comes to hydrogen. Paul chose 19th century Rotterdam for this adventure as, uh, in his words, it was a place of almost philosophical excitement. It was a city of pioneers who developed scientific phenomena that were totally unexpected and that reversed entrenched thinking of the time. So Rotterdam clearly inspired Poe almost 180 years ago. I think it can also inspire us today uh, when we talk about one new moonshot for Europe and that is to build a clean hydrogen economy. Our European hydrogen strategy already set ambitious targets for the use of hydrogen. When I first spoke of them, I was seen as being too ambitious. Now, not even two years later, these targets aren't only realistic, 
but we're even raising them as part of our plans to end Europe's dependency on Russian gas. Next week, on the 18th of May, uh, we will present detailed plans to repower Europe with clean energy, and we will be very concrete what this means, more green hydrogen. Repower EU will include a dedicated hydrogen accelerator plan. We want to see 10 million tonnes of green hydrogen produced in Europe and 10 million tonnes imported. We will present a map with a key infrastructure to build from the backbone to the port, from storage to distribution. We will propose the regulations to give investors certainty, including on certifications of green hydrogen. We will unleash new financing tools to help sectors like industry and transport to use hydrogen that we produce and import. Earlier, we already heard Allard Castellijn explain that the port of Rotterdam is working towards a total of 4.6 million tons of green hydrogen by 2030, confirming that Timmermans' big ambitions are within reach for Europe. Later that day, I ran into Randolf Weterings from the Port of Rotterdam Authority, who won the Hydrogen Future Leader Award the night before. Yeah, it's of course a, a big honor to, to receive that prize from, um, from people in the same area, in the same sector. Uh, yeah, that's really um, an honor for me, but not only for me, I think also for the team, because we work with a great team on this, uh, this hydrogen economy, and it's definitely something that we do together. And uh, the Port of Rotterdam as a whole also won the Port of the Future Award. And the CEO, uh, CEO Alert Kostelein, he looked back in it and really confirmed that it's a big team effort, right? Definitely. So the, 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 the ambition that we have, uh, which increased during the summit, which we hand over to Frans Timmermans, uh, 4.6 million tons of hydrogen through the Port of Rotterdam in 2030, is such a big number, you can only do that with a team. And I think we got a wonderful team in the Port of Rotterdam that can really make this happen. Um, and of course, that's not something that we do alone as a Port of Rotterdam. We do it also together with the, the, the partners in, in the Port of Rotterdam itself, so the companies. Uh, so it's a, a team with the Port of Rotterdam colleagues, but it's also a team with the colleagues and from different co uh, companies. And uh, looking back on the summit as a whole, how was it for you? It was a big success. So um, we started with, um, of course, last year we, we had still had the COVID, the past two years. Um, during that time, everything was digital. We were looking at a screen and, and not knowing how many people are working on, on hydrogen. Uh, now seeing this with 6,000 people that are visiting the, um, the, the summit and also the booth here is, is really great. And also, you know, you have seen the massive improvement over the last years and the increasement that we see in, uh, in the hydrogen economy, it's, it's wonderful. Martijn Koopman is program manager international supply chains at the port of Rotterdam Authority. Just like Randolph, he's very excited about the event. Uh, it's just a fantastic moment to um, finally see all these people that we've been working with in the last two years virtually on screen. Um, we've traveled the world every week, uh, let's say, uh, during Corona period, and now finally we get to see people 3D. Um, it's just a great moment to connect because, yeah, when you see somebody physically, there's, there's always more energy that actually comes across. So it's a fantastic moment. And all the, all the companies here, have you spoke to everyone already or is it just uh, networking, meeting new people? It's a combination. Uh, a lot of, yeah, like I said, 2D people finally seeing them in volume. Uh, but also lots of new people as well. Just uh, for instance, this morning uh, I spoke with uh, representatives from the Greenland 
uh, hydrogen association. They're looking to build a new hydrogen project. Um, so yeah, there's there's lots of new opportunities and, and surprises as well. Um, this continues to grow. And uh, today there was pretty big news with uh, involving around Franz Timmermans. Can you tell us a bit more about that? Well, the, the way I like to pose it is that Franz Timmermans came out with, you could call it a crazy ambitious target, um, but it's a necessary target. And we are actually telling him, Franz, we can actually fulfill uh, your, your ambitious promise. Uh, we think we can do it. Not alone. We do that together with 70 companies from around the world, our friends, our partners, uh, and we can make it happen. What an amazing two days. Over 6,000 hydrogen experts from all around the world came together. From Chile to Iceland and from Namibia to Australia. After two years of pandemic, they came to demonstrate that what everyone thought was crazy will actually happen sooner than you think. Hydrogen is truly a global movement. Thank you for listening to Hello Hydrogen. Take a look at portofrotterdam.com slash hydrogen for more information on all developments and of course this podcast. And for our Dutch listeners, I can highly recommend our podcast Wie Wat Waterstof. For now, don't forget to subscribe and rate this podcast and we hope to see you next year in Ahoy Rotterdam.